Good day, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. And we have a corporate update here today with Kennerland Minerals. Uh, before we get to my conversation with CEO Zach Flood, I do want to give a quick update on the general markets here. Uh, yesterday during the Fed presser, obviously markets had a monster rally. Uh, well, today they have a monster fallout rug pull, giving everything back plus some quite red. Actually, NASDAQ is now down 5.5%. S&P down 4%, Dow Jones down 3.5%. Yields in the bonds are are uh, skyrocketing higher and the dollar is back up to those close highs. This is having implications on the gold sector as gold did touch that $1,900 level here momentarily but has come back down. There's just a lot of volatility and fear back into the market. So we'll continue to watch as this progresses throughout today and also into next week. Uh, so with that said, let's go over to Ketterlin Minerals. <laughs> hey, Zach, how about that for a for a curtain call? <laughs> yeah, no, very positive outlook these days, eh? Um, <laughs> well, I got I got to tell you, uh, Ketterlin. Before we get into the update, you know, you know let's talk about this. Uh, Ketterlin stock price has really been hanging in there. Listen, there's a lot of volatility. Equities, especially in the junior sector, have just been downright hammered for the most part. Uh, and we've talked about this on the podcast here in the last couple of weeks about the importance of junior exploration companies having joint ventures with big producers, big companies, and also the ability to raise cash or have cash on the books. That's going to be really important in this type of market. Now, those two things are exactly what you have, Zach. Uh, so this is, I guess, a great example of things that can be really can hold in there during a real volatile time. Yeah, definitely. I think share structure is one of the most important aspects of any of these uh, junior exploration companies. Um, really enough can't be said about, you know, the quality of our shareholders and, um, and, and their, their long-term vision is, is certainly aligned with, with ours in terms of exploration strategies. So, um, it's, it's really nice to see us hanging in there. We, you know, last year was a little more volatile in terms of share price, but, um, I guess you could say we've shaken out a lot of weak hands and there's some really strong hands that have been accumulating at the levels that we're at. And, um, yeah, I think it's it's pretty solid. And then on your note there, with regards to you know how we fund exploration, you know it's 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 sort of um, it's it's sort of outside the the scope of the capital markets in in Canada. Here we we're, we're partnered with you know global major mining companies who are who are willing to go out and, and spend uh, you know the millions of dollars it takes to go do exploration and multiple years of it. So um, so we're we're certainly aligned there as well. And, not really in a position where we need to raise a lot of money, which is which is really great. So it's always in the tougher times that the project generators uh, look more attractive. So here we are. Yeah, it's a high, little bit of a hybrid here. Talk about uh, take a step back in the uh, kind of the formation of Kennerland. Uh, it's a kind of a combination of obviously explorer, but also project generator. Um, you know, was this kind of this idea that you had from day one of getting this off the ground or talk about, you know, what you, when you kind of put this business plan together, what you really wanted to accomplish during these volatile times? Yep, absolutely. In 2016, you know, we were still, we saw a little bit of light there, but still coming out of a really tough market, um, a very prolonged bear market. And, uh, we recognized that, you know, we wanted to focus on greenfields exploration, which is near impossible in a, in a bear market. So 
almost out of necessity, we, we veered towards that, you know, project generation angle. Um, and our, our, our major shareholders were also big fans of project generators, John Tognetti, Paul Stevens, uh, to name a few, um, and, and, uh, and other big names who are behind a lot of the project generators are now involved in Kenerland. Um, but yeah, since 2016, you know, we've steadily kind of grown the portfolio and partnerships and looking back now, you know, there's some numbers in our updated corporate deck showing the history of ex exploration expenditures in Kenerland. And that's, I think it's really important to kind of look back and see, see what the, what the pattern uh, looks like that that's been developing. And it's just been an in increasing amount of exploration every year since 2016. Um, but importantly, you know, the majority of that exploration has been partner funded. Mm -hmm. And just to quote some numbers here, since 2016, we have spent a total of $42 million on exploration and 30 million of that has been from partners and about 11 million of that has been sole funded. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, that right there, I think shows that you can really kind of limit your dilution and still get a lot of work done. And then on, on the other side of it too, through, through, through operating these, these, uh, exploration projects, you know, we're generating management fees and, and we're doing other accretive deals where we see cash and share payments come in. And, um, pretty much every year we've been hovering around a net zero GNA, um, because we have this revenue coming in, which really covers our, our general administrative costs. So there's a lot of factors that make, uh, you know, a company like this attractive, um, when you're, when you're trying to do, you know, large scale green fields exploration, which takes time and a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's, let's do talk about exploration here because you've put some plans out to the market earlier this week regarding exploration work at the Frotet project there in Quebec. And this is really on working around that Renault discovery that you and I have talked about recently. Now, interesting, this is a $12.5 million Canadian um, uh, exploration budget with your joint venture with Sumitomo. And you've actually laid it out in two phases. Now, it's going to be 40,000 meters of drilling, uh, that first phase has already started and will go through this summer in July. And you've also laid out a little bit of work that will begin later next winter. Now, that's a little bit of a long ways to, for us to, to look, but that's really important to know that you are thinking long term here in that phase two during the winter and into spring of 2023. Uh, you know, let's talk about what is success here in phase one really look to you and what are you going to be going after here, Zach? Um, yeah, so just to kind of remind everyone, uh, this is an AD20 joint venture between Sumitomo Metal Mining and Kennerland Minerals. Uh, we initially had staked this project back in 2017 and, and got a deal with Sumitomo in 2018. And then, you know, following two years of Greenfields exploration, we made a completely blind virgin discovery called Renault. It's a high-grade um, high gold system, vein-hosted gold system in northern Quebec in the Protet Evans Belt. Uh, that discovery, the discovery hole was drilled in 2020, and, and that was really the first holes to go into, into, into the gold system. So since 2020, we have drilled around 45,000 meters um, to date. So that's, you know, 130 holes or so have gone in since the initial discovery there. Uh, looking forward, you know, we're talking in the next 12 months of drilling another 40,000 meters. So that's, again, almost doubling, you know, the total number of meters that are into the system. 
But even at, at the end of that 12 months, we're still looking at only around 100,000 meters into, or 90,000 meters or so into the system. So it's still early days. Um, so really our exploration focus has been on each phase of, uh, you know, since the initial discovery has really just been stepping out and growing the discovery. Um, we're not focused on infill drilling or resource definition at this stage. And that's no different than the next two phases coming up. So hmm. as you mentioned, we have a 12,000 meter program that has just begun. And that's our summer component of the 2022 fiscal budget. This will be focused on some new vein discoveries we made in Q1 of this year. So just as another reminder, we had completed 10,000 meters in the first quarter this year, and we're waiting on assays from that. But during that program, we had made uh, you know, a multiple vein, new vein discoveries outside of the existing veins we've been drilling off. Um, so you know, going forward, the focus is really going to be stepping out on these new vein discoveries and you know, grow, growing, growing the, uh, the footprint of mineralization on those. Um, so that's what that 12,000 meters is, is going to be you know, focused on doing uh, in the summer program and then the winter program, um, which will start in Q1 next year, uh, will be an even larger program. And again, really focused on stepping out and growing the system. Um, you know, and that's where Sumitomo and Counterland are, are really aligned is to see how big this system can get uh, in as short of time as possible um, as opposed to as opposed to the other direction which would mm -hmm. you could you could take which would be infill drilling and resource definition uh, you meant okay so that phase two is going to be more of stepping out and in, in, in testing the size does that include maybe regional targets or not so much there are some I mean there's semi-regional targets uh, which is a like within you know, one kilometer of the Renault gold system, okay. um, which is even more aggressive than just step outs along the known mineralization. So we have, there are some, there, there, there are some holes allocated for that. And then we do have completely regional targets that we're testing this summer with 2,500 meters of drilling, uh, which is relatively small, but it's going to be kind of the first pass drill test on one of our regional targets called Cressida. And Cressida is directly along a long strike of Troilus's southwest zone um, up near the, the Troilus trend, which is kind of on the other side of the belt. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're certainly starting to kind of test some regional targets, too, as we get our, our anchor solidified at Renault here. Okay. Uh, give us a sense of uh, kind of news flow here with this big drill program. And also, obviously, we're relying a lot on labs to get assay results back. Uh, any sense that maybe that is being uh, alleviated? Because I know last year is just such a slog getting results back. How does this year look? Uh, hopefully a lot better than last year. Last year was ridiculous. Some of our assays came in from the Alaska drilling. Up to, it took up to six months to see all the drilling from that. So that was uh, hopefully we don't have to go through that again. Um, but yeah, we're, we're expecting sort of within one to two months turnaround now. Uh, that's at least what the labs have, have, have told us. Um, so we are expecting, you know, within June, July sort of time period, to release most of the results from the 10,000 meter program uh, we completed in the first quarter. And then of course we're completing this, this drill program right now, um, basically over the next couple months. So we should see results sort of late summer 
um, from from the current twelve thousand meter program, and then of course all that data will be you know brought together and 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 used in planning for the subsequent trail program, which will be in the first quarter of twenty twenty three. All right, so there is a bit of a, it is a bit of a, you know, cotton mouse where you kind of, you need the results <laughs> to plan the next program, of course. Um, so, you know, we're not quite at the stage where we're just drilling continuously throughout the year, but, uh, but we are de-risking the asset towards that type of uh, scenario. All right. Very good. Uh, you know, what else do we need to know here uh, from FroTech? Because I do want to ask you just general updates from the other projects within the portfolio as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered a lot of it. Really, just the big picture here is, you know, the discovery was made in 2020. It's a brand new discovery. It's it's a high grade gold system. It's in an area where you know you can you can build a mine for uh, you know relatively reasonable cost. There's infrastructure nearby, including roads and power. Um, you're in one of the best jurisdictions in the world, so it's got a lot going for it. And also we have a major mining company um, that owns 80% of the project and is funding 80% of the project. And, uh, and they're highly motivated as well to make a discovery and develop, uh, develop a mine themselves. So, um, you know, I think, I think a lot, a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of momentum behind the project right now, given it's a brand new discovery and it keeps growing. And um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if the, general market has really caught on to the significance of it yet, but uh, these things take time and they grow and they get bigger. And, you know, as we saw with Great Bear, for example, it goes from a you know, $20 million market cap company to a $1.8 billion takeout. And I'm not saying that's necessarily what Kenderlin's going to be because obviously we own minority interest here, but, um, but, but certainly there's a lot of value in what we're finding. Absolutely. Give us an update here generally on the other projects within the portfolio, because this is not, I mean, this is a big uh, drill campaign, but it's not going to be the only thing you're doing this summer. Definitely. We have a lot of exploration happening in Kennerland. We have almost over a million hectares of ground across North America, including project, other projects in Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, and Alaska. That's, that's mainly our focus. In Quebec, we're working with Newmont on a project in the northern Abitibi Greenstone Belt. Um, that's kind of, you know, been about two years of systematic regional exploration leading up to drill targets now. Um, the O'Sullivan project also in Quebec, we've got a, a, a again, we're at that stage where we're going to start really refining drill targets on that project. Um, Jacoby's in the same position. We've been working with Sumitomo Metal Mining as well on that project in the central Abitibi. We're advancing that one towards drill targets as well. And we actually completed our first reconnaissance diamond drill program there earlier this year. Uh, the Hunter project, which is optioned to Santerra, and we're operating, that's in the southern Abitibi Greenstone Belt. Um, we've got a big sonic drill for till, kind of first pass geochemical screening happening there this summer. And then over in Ontario, we have the South Uchi project optioned to Barrick. And Barrick is the operator on that project. Uh, last year, they completed a large regional till sampling program. And this year, uh, we just announced a one, they have a $1.8 million budget for aggressive surface follow-up, ideally leading towards drill targets on that project as well. Um, up in Alaska, we're going to be focusing on our Tanacross project, which is actually 100% owned. Um, it's, a, it's a significant porphyry copper gold system in eastern Alaska. Um, we've been completing uh, a lot of surface work and detailed geophysics leading up to drill targets there. And I think we can expect to see some diamond drilling at the end of the summer this year. 
And then Manitoba has really been our focus um, for our generative efforts. So new projects that we're bringing into the pipeline includes a huge property in the Southern Thompson Nickel Belt um, covering, uh, you know, potential nickel targets. Obviously, the Thompson is a world-class nickel camp. And we have some other projects in Manitoba as well in the Kisanu Basin um, perspective for gold and, and nickel as well. So, um, yeah, a lot going on. We keep adding to the pipeline. We keep moving a lot of these projects towards drill targeting and then eventually diamond drilling. And that's really what we like to see is a really big portfolio of projects which are all being advanced through that pipeline from initial greenfield screening to you know follow-up exploration to target definition and then ultimately diamond drilling to try to make new discoveries and repeat that success that we that we had up in the protet evans belt there with sumitama all right uh zach lots of news coming down the pipeline from kenerlin this summer and into the fall it's uh, you and i are going to be catching up quite a bit i believe um no so, doubt. Uh, <laughs> and i look forward to hopefully uh, seeing you at uh, one if not a couple of the conferences happening this spring both in vancouver and toronto so uh let's leave it at that because uh you know more to come from Kennerland as well Great. Thanks a lot, Trevor. That's Zach Flood from Kenderland Minerals. Again, trading on the TSX Venture with KLD and on the OTCQX with NWRCF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.